0: Hear Her, the podcast brought to you by Divinely Sensitive. I'm your guide, Heather Dressel, and I'm so honored to be here with you today. Our modern world is loud, it's chaotic, it's designed to distract you from the most important thing you and the vast inner wisdom you arrived on this earth with your intuition. As an energy doula, I hold space for women to be with whatever is present. Together, we tune in and work with the energy that needs healing. And one of my most favorite sacred tools is Guided Journey. It is my deepest honor to walk women home, to receive messages, guidance, reassurance, medicine, and magic from within. What if you had the chance to quiet the chaos? What if you tune in and really allow yourself to surrender and trust whatever comes up? Tune in with me today. Tune in if you are ready to reconnect with your wisest feminine essence. Tune in so you can hear her. She speaks your deepest truth. So in today's episode, I would love to share a little bit about my love affair with Oracle Cards. They are one of my most favorite sacred tools that I use almost every day to help me connect with my intuition and spirit. I bought my very first oracle deck in my mid-teens on a boardwalk on the Jersey Shore. (laughs) I had absolutely no clue what I was doing, but it felt subtly familiar. I remember sitting on my messy bedroom floor, shuffling, pulling cards, not understanding or even knowing my intuition existed. I was like, what does this all mean? And I would just get frustrated and give up and shove them in the back of a drawer. Silly cards, my ego would taunt. What do they know? It's childish, let it go. You're already weird and different enough. That's just gonna make it harder for you to fit in this one size fits most box over there. Thanks, ego. (laughs) And so my first Oracle deck moved from drawer to drawer to drawer till I finally let go of them just after I turned 40. So I carried them around for a really long time, not using them. And after all those years of holding onto the cards in the garbage, they went. And I still often wonder, like, does that exist somewhere, that deck? I've looked for it and I just haven't been able to find it. It's funny how life works, right? Have you ever been drawn to something for as long as you can remember yet spent most of your life trying to ignore it? As a child, I was drawn to all things magical and mystical. They just totally lit me up. I believed in fairies and unicorns and realms and witches and healing powers and fairy tales and folklore and potions and spells and epic fantasy. I was mesmerized by the stories of my great grandmother, Sophia the Seer, who raised five children during the depression by reading fortunes for politicians and opera singers. And I dreamed about her tarot cards and her crystal ball, all the while wondering, do I have her gifts? Do I have her gifts? Turns out I have my own. But past a certain age back then anyway, there really weren't any kids that shared this passion. So I quietly put all of my magical objects, feelings, knowings, and visions into the back of a drawer, stepped slowly into the broom closet, and locked it behind me. Heavy-hearted and coated in shame, I hoisted my leg into the one-size-fits-most box that I'd tried to fit in for decades. It was uncomfortable. Suffocating, really. Did you try to fit in that box? Maybe you still do. I mean, I catch myself still feeling like I should. there's a lot to be unraveled there. And now just know that it's pretty common, especially for highly sensitive souls to try fitting in and just know that you are not alone. And the box, is just not where you're supposed to be. You need space to shine your beautiful, unique light. Back then I was completely unaware I was a highly sensitive empath. I continued to ignore my intuition and just spent my energy trying to fit in. I became really good at smiling, nodding and saying, I'm fine. (laughs) I became increasingly uncomfortable in my own skin. My light was continuing to dim. As happy as I seemed, I was falling to pieces on the inside. I needed guidance, support, reassurance. In 2016, The year after my mom died unexpectedly, I received my second oracle deck as a gift. I had courageously signed up for my first online course called Live More Way Less with the lovely and magical Miss Sarah Jenks. Incentives for signing up early, a beautiful mala, a gift card to anthropology, and a deck of daily love cards by Olivine which I now gift to many. It's a beautiful, beautiful deck. So this incredibly wise woman, Sarah, would inspire me, light a fire in my belly, help me begin to heal lifetimes of body shame, teach me about embracing my light and femininity, encourage me to dream big, to manifest the home of our dreams, teach me how to create sacred space for myself, and reintroduce me to magic, oracle cards, and the power that lives inside of me. I am forever grateful for Sarah's light. She has illuminated the path for me, enabling me to illuminate the path for you. After losing my mom, I was heartbroken, scared, stressed, sick, My light was threatening to go out the flame that i had worked so hard to fan was flickering again i dug deep and i continued my inner work i spent mass amounts of time and energy manifesting the sale of our house calling in the sacred land we longed to live on crawling out of the hole that grief had buried me in only to find out i had cancer universe smackdown We were insanely grateful to sell our house in Maryland, but we were now officially homeless with two kids in elementary school and I had cancer. I was exhausted. I was hanging by a thread. I dug deeper. I wasn't prepared to allow my light to dim any further. I stayed the course and continued to show gratitude for all the many blessings in our life. I spent Countless hours begging the powers to be not to take me from my love and my babies to allow this to be a lesson to speak my truth, not a death sentence. So after surgery and a few weeks of recovery, we moved into our new miraculously manifested home. We had arrived in a place that we had dreamed about for years. You must be so happy, everyone would say to me. Honestly, I was numb. My highly sensitive soul needed time to deeply process all that had just happened. I mean, if I'm being honest with myself, I still have work to do around that. I felt a bit like a deer in headlights, and I still had to face radiation treatment 10 days after we moved in. Yet, the depth of gratitude I felt Was immense. I straddled the duality of joy and pain, a theme for me in this lifetime, soaking in the beauty and comfort of our new home while fighting the pain of cancer. And now I understand there is space for it all. I had been through so much, and I really needed to find a way back to myself, to my soul, to my truth. The lightness of gratitude danced around me one morning as I moved into my new home office space. I had been longing for and manifesting a space of my own for years, and I finally had it, and I was beyond grateful. Unpacking boxes, the daily love card deck from Sarah came out and felt like my soul's coming home, opening the door to the broom closet, the light was blinding a rush of remembering and familiarity ran over me as i put on my mala lit some candles and prepared for my first reading the connection to these cards was magnetic which empowered me to go deeper and start journaling again the oracle cards were helping me to crack open while guiding me, reassuring me, and connecting me to myself and to the energy around me. I started lighting candles, taking deep intentional breaths with my eyes closed, praying, chanting, and working through my exhausting past few years. I would pull three cards and they would never cease to amaze me. Spot on every single time. The divine medicine I needed to hear at my fingertips. Amazing. My intuition was getting a chance to play, to be heard. We were connecting on such a deep level, such a deep, heartfelt level. The whispers were becoming more audible, and the cards were allowing us to communicate. The messages, the guidance, the love, the support, the reassurance coming from this deck of cards drew me in deeper to my own divinity, my own power my own magic, my inner wisdom. I could finally hear her, the wise, sensitive, compassionate, loving goddess that was living at my core, protecting my soul. In sacred space, the cards helped me release into my journal. They helped me spark a conversation with my soul, my voice, my body, and often the tears came. The ceremony I would create around these Oracle cards offered exactly the medicine I needed to feel held, connected, and empowered. They became the lifeline I so desperately needed as I started this new phase of life without my mom. This practice was opening me and shifting energies for me in ways that I never thought possible. Connection. The cards provided me with the connection my soul was begging for. So a few years later and many decks on my shelf, I still play with oracle cards to connect to messages, intuition, and spirit. if you ever join one of my healing containers or work with me in some capacity, chances are there will be oracle cards involved. So today, in place of a guided journey within, we're going to do something a little bit different. And um, we're just going to do an inner goddess inquiry. So this is something that you can do very simply on your own, um, really for anything. Anytime you're feeling lost or needing guidance um, and really needing to hear her. Um, you know, about, um, a project you're doing or desires that you have or questions for something that's really tough in your life. Um, and like I said, it's super simple and very potent and a really lovely way to connect with your intuition, um, whenever you need to. So just get comfortable. Like I said, we're not going to go very deep into a journey today. So you're just getting comfortable feeling your body, um, on the chair, Um, and for this one, I think it's better to be sitting than lying down. So just find a place to sit and feel your bottom on the chair Just start to move around on your sits bone a little bit. I like to imagine that this helps us stir the inner cauldron within that sacred feminine energy that really helps us lean into trusting our intuition when you feel complete with that, you can stop moving around and just settle in, and I invite you to place one hand on your heart and the other hand on your womb, and close your eyes, and just begin to breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. We're going to take three nice deep breaths together. Here we go. Breathe. this, however feels good for you, today we are going to say, inner guidance, inner goddess, intuition, we are grateful for you, for your presence, and today we are asking what is it that we need to be in alignment, what is it that we need to feel really good about where we are right now? Just breathe and keep all of your senses open and just allow whatever comes to the surface to rise. What do I need to feel nourished and nurtured in this present moment? If you're not complete, you can pause the podcast and come back when you're ready. And in the meantime, we'll continue. You can open your eyes when you're ready, and you can grab your journal, and you can write down whatever it is you want to remember, and you can take this tool with you anytime, anywhere. Um, I find that placing one hand on the heart and one on the womb really is a great way to energetically connect to um, our inner source, our inner guidance, our inner goddess. Um, and you can um, ask any question that you want to ask and just remember to stay open and allow yourself to be in receiving mode. Beautiful. So. To end uh, the episode today, I am going to pull three cards. I'm going to do a three-card spread from the deck that I spoke about, um, the Beauty, Heart, and Soul Daily Love Cards by Olivine, and I'll put in the show notes where you can get those, along with um, um, a few handful of my other favorite decks. And so when I'm using Oracle cards, um, I like to... Um, Say a little prayer before I begin and um, of course you can use this same prayer if you like or um, You can take from it what you will and add your own magic, Um, but really there's no right or wrong way um, to do this, so you'll just take your cards and Shuffle them however you like so I'm just gonna shuffle the cards up a little bit and um, deck and hold it in one hand I like to place my right hand my dominant hand on the top of the deck and breathe and then I knock three times I hold the deck to my heart space and I say I am so grateful for your guidance for your love and support for the beauty you bestow upon me daily And I am open to receiving the most potent messages for me in this present moment. So we are going to also ask for the most potent messages for the collective. So these messages are for all of you beautiful listeners. And then in terms of pulling the card, it's really about tapping into your intuition and what you feel. For me, sometimes it's like I just know it's the top card or I just know it's the bottom card or I know I'm just supposed to split the deck open and see whatever card comes up. Other times I might hear or see a number, 15, and I might ask, okay, 15 from the top or 15 from the bottom. And so just, again, remember, just play, have fun. There is absolutely no um, structure with this. You can do this any way that feels good for you. And so for me right now, I'm getting a sense that the cards for us are, are the top three. Um, so I'm gonna pull those. Beautiful. And most Oracle decks will have a, a guidebook. Most of them are a lot thicker with a lot more information than the guidebook in this uh, particular deck. This is one of the reasons I love this deck is because it's just so simple and it's, real, it's great for beginners or people who have been doing this for years beautiful way to get a very quick message Um, and you don't have to pull three cards at once. You could pull one card at a time. You could pull 10 cards at a time. So the first card that came up uh, for us is freedom. Freedom. So just tune in for a minute and when you hear that word, what does that mean for you? You can do the same thing we just did with the inner inquiry. You can put your hand on your heart and your womb and you can say, what does freedom mean for me? Or you can journal about it feels right for you and this little simple piece in the guidebook says true freedom is a state of mind make a list of eight things that make you feel free perhaps it's running dancing making love eating a sumptuous meal swimming in the ocean listed it, do it and love it and remember your true essence is wild untamed untethered and free mm, beautiful love that. And if you want to share what came up for you for freedom and the eight things that you listed, please go over to the Facebook page, the hear her Facebook page. There's a link in the show notes and you can share with us, uh, what come, what comes up for you. Our next card, um, is one of my favorites. It is be here now, such an important message and simple message. Um, and if you want to go back to episode four, um, where I chat with uh, Jessica Winthrop Oni, we talk a lot about being present, um, which isn't always easy. And she gives some really beautiful, tangible tips. So you can always check out episode four. Be here now, so you can enter, do an inner inquiry with that as well. Um, you know what what comes up for you around that? How does your body feel when you hear that? Be here now. And in the guidebook, it says um, how. Does it feel, smell, taste, and sound to be here right now in this moment? Can you feel the slow drum of your heartbeat, the light whisper of your breath, the faint tickle of the breeze? Spend 5 minutes being right here right now. You can like set a timer on your phone even and I'm sure for some for some of us you know, you'll set that timer and at the two minute mark, be like, oh my goodness, it's not, it's only been two minutes, but that's okay. Just just allow yourself to go through the whole five minutes and just experience whatever it is that you experience. All right, moving on to the last card, another wonderful one, great message, adventure. Adventure. So what comes up for you around adventure? When we say the word adventure, when you think of adventure, place your hand on your heart and your womb and just tune in for a minute what comes up. Maybe it's somewhere you really want to go. Maybe it's something you really want to do. Uh, Maybe it's a past experience you've had that just continues to light you up. So just tune into that and I will read you what it says in the guidebook. Um, It says go somewhere you've never been. Do something that scares you a little. Get lost. Feel awe. List five adventures that you could have this week. Then list five bigger adventures you'd like to embark on in your life. And again, please come continue the conversation over on the Hear Her Facebook page and let us know what came up for you around freedom, be here now, and adventure. And of course, if you are feeling called, go to your journal and uh, jot some things down. So much gratitude for your presence here today, dear one. I know your time is precious, and I am so honored you chose to spend it with me. How was the journey within? What came up? Maybe nothing, and that is totally fine. Maybe it's left you feeling unsettled, or maybe it's created an inner spark, leaving you wanting more. If you're needing a soft place to land, a safe space to continue doing this inner inquiry, I'd be honored to support you. You can email me or message me on Instagram. Let's connect and see if our souls are meant to do this work together. All the info you need to connect with me is in the show notes along with a few journal prompts and the link to join us over on the Hear Her Facebook page. If you know someone that would benefit from this episode, please share it. And my dearest listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, I invite you to write a review to help me continue sharing intuitive magic with beautiful souls like you. Until next time, wrapping you in a warm healing hug. Blessings.